Hey everybody, welcome back to the Coffee and Convos podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I have Hillary of From joining me. And we're so excited because we're here at, how do you, how did she pronounce it? Meraki. Meraki Cafe. And it's over here off of Adams and Park, and it's this cute little space that serves organic and fair trade coffee. And I am sipping on a lavender latte right now, which... They also hand make their own syrups, which is kind of amazing. And it's so tasty. And I'm so excited. And just an FYI, guys, this is round two with Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm in accidentally lost the audio. And it's okay because, I don't know. I think, like you said, it was serendipitous that we were here where she kind of came up with the idea. So Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to have you back on the podcast <laughs> thank you um, thank you no that the first one was practice and uh exactly like you said it was meant to be we were supposed yeah. to do it here this is where uh my business was born and so i'm excited to share ah, more about that it does feel really good to be here mm-hmm. just the energy here it's yeah. it's it's wonderful and yeah. everyone was so kind already yeah so april so april has made this made made this place magical um and uh I don't know if you mentioned it, but uh, Meraki, and I'm probably butchering it, but it's Greek for um, to do something with passion. Mm-hmm. And so I love this place. It's great to just come and do some work or come and write a card, write in a journal, etc. I so love happy it. to be here. Yay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Hillary, for being here of again. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know, if you could please introduce yourself and tell us yes. what you do. Yeah. Well, don't you want to know what I'm sipping on? Oh, yeah. What are you (laughs) sipping on? Uh, Well, I've already had my coffee today. so Uh, Delicious green iced tea, which is my go-to, but uh, they do have good stuff here. Um, Where do I begin? Well, it it actually really does begin here at Meraki. Um, About two years ago, I... uh, I have a background in marketing and branding, have been doing that for the last 10 years, worked at different agencies um, in San Francisco, Arizona, and uh, luckily here in, in San Diego, um, and have had wonderful experiences with uh, just different companies and, and helping brands uh, define themselves, and, and that's always been a passion of mine, but um, was looking for something more, uh, much like uh, you could say it's the millennial thing, but trying to find purpose in my everyday. I kind of reached a point a couple years back where I was asking myself, is this it? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna go do the nine to five forever and, and uh, do that until I retire? And when I knew that there was something else I needed to give um, and give myself. And so I was actually uh, planning on, on leaving my corporate job and was actually sitting here sipping on a coffee or a tea, I don't remember, (laughs) but uh, just kind of sketching around and had this idea. I was looking around and we go to coffee shops to not only connect with one another, Mm -hmm. but uh, for today's world, everyone's on their computer. Everyone's working from a coffee shop and that's an amazing thing to be remote. Um, But I was just thinking why isn't there a space in coffee shops where people could be a little bit more creative and thoughtful? Yeah. Um, make a greeting card for somebody, write a letter to somebody, write in a journal. Uh, and I know, you know, Starbucks sells their gift cards where you can write on it. And um, a lot of coffee shops now have greeting cards that you can buy, but, but I was really 
wondering, like, what if there was a space where you could make your own and, and really encourage people to walk away from the cell phone, walk away from the computer, make something, send something right from the coffee shop, make yeah. it convenient and creative and novel. And that's where From was born, right here where we are sitting. I'm, I'm staring out into beautiful <gasps> oh. University Heights. I'm staring out at uh, Al Green, the, the bright green Jeep that um, has become From and, and uh, my vehicle for uh, bringing from to the world, but it started here, and, and I'm so grateful for that because I think it's so amazing. Obviously, what you're doing with Thank the you. podcast and the blog and and coffee does inspire connection and conversation, and and for me, creativity and, and just trying to bring that to people, yeah. creative thoughtfulness, and so that's kind of the story in a nutshell. The the <laughs> the roots and and um, the beginnings of from. I love it. And you, so for those who don't know, she has this awesome green van that she takes around. And it's she a has green Jeep. Green Jeep. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I, I offended him. Al Green. A green mm-hmm. Jeep. And it's an old, like, it's an actual postal Jeep, Jeep right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's Al, pretty neat. Al Green, he's a 1971 retired postal Jeep. He came down from the Bay Area. Uh, and I bought him from a guy on Craigslist out of West Hollywood. And uh, he was the green that you see that we're staring at right mm-hmm. now, uh, which was a huge turnoff for me at first. Uh, when I was first putting the business together, I was like, why? It's, it's just kind of an, it's a really bright color. And uh, the more I sat with it and thought about, okay, if I'm gonna make this thing mobile, um, because I originally, the original intention with From was to have it in coffee shops. Right. Um, for people to be able to make a greeting card, have it at a retail location. Um, but I'm scared of commitment. That's just who I am, <laughs> let's be real. And uh, when I thought about the Jeep concept and kind of driving around and, and never being in one spot, um, I knew that... Al Green was was it and he stands mm-hmm. out and he's my billboard he's my best marketing he's been a blessing as you as you could say if you could say that um, but yeah and that's kind of where the my tagline and and kind of inspirational statement comes from never stationary <laughs> uh, this idea that it's like a double entendre right it's uh, I spell it with an e but you think about it, it's, I, I don't want to be the greeting card company of yeah. today. And, and there are amazing greeting card companies out there. But uh, my whole idea is I don't want to be that. I, I, everything that from is, is it's recycled. It's coming from a different place, like recycled materials, cardboard, wood, things like that. And so I say never stationary because, yes, we don't want to be... Um, the cutesy greeting card companies right. company that's out there today. Uh, no offense to them, but that's just <laughs> not who we are as a brand. And then also we're mobile and we're always on the go and we're always trying to find the best place to set up and, and encourage people to be creative and thoughtful. 
I love that creative thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I love is that you also incorporate, like you said earlier, um, you use recycled materials. So mm-hmm. literally everything, even down to like the tabling, the shelving and everything that's mm-hmm. in your vehicle yes. that you use to create this station where people get to create and with the handmade rubber stamps and everything. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more about like why that is important to you and your brand. Totally. Yeah. Well, the word itself from, uh, I'm not sure if it came before or after sitting here in, in Meraki, but uh, the idea is everything, like you said, from the materials that I use to um, the final product uh, is coming from either recycled or reused materials. Uh, think about how much cardboard is getting thrown into recycling and also dumpsters. Um, the Amazon and all of the boxes, all the shipping that is happening today. I started making um, cards out of the cardboard when I was first toying around with the concept. And the whole point is reuse and, and you create less waste. And so the cards, a lot of the card, most of the cards are all of the cards. What am I talking about? <laughs> all the cards are, are at this point um, from cardboard, recycled mm-hmm. cardboard from beer boxes, Amazon boxes, food boxes, pretty much anything I can find at uh, liquor stores around town. And then the, the rubber stamps that people are able to use to make the cards, I um, make out of recycled wood that I find from construction projects or people donate that's just going to get dumped anyway. Uh, which is pretty cool because not only is the wood recycled, but um, when making the rubber stamps themselves, I work and partner with a nonprofit in town uh, that employs individuals with disabilities, and they make the actual uh, rubber part, plastic part of the stamp that is uh, adhered to the stamp. So it's the bigger picture is my vision is is really about kind of closing the loop on waste. Mm-hmm. Um, creating partnerships with local businesses and, and nonprofits and just trying to, like we're all doing, just trying to make the world a better place, trying right. to be kind. And um, it's it's not that hard of a thing to do, but to, to bring it into the world as a business, I think is definitely challenging. And mm-hmm. telling that story um, I'm working on and, and improving every day as I go and yeah. learning how to tell that story. Cause I've really only been operating for about eight months. Oh yeah. That's right. You eight, said around eight February, or nine months. Like, yeah. Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. We really kind of kicked it off and uh, had people, we started one of our first events was here at Meraki and we set up shop, had people come up to the, to uh, Al Green and make Valentine's and send Valentine's to that's loved ones. So sweet. Yeah. And it was, it's such a cool feeling to see people, being creative and thoughtful and and the reception was awesome too because people want that people want to give love and they they you know people a lot of people say they're not creative but mm-hmm. i think that's bullshit yeah everyone's creative and i know that's kind of cliche to say but it's true and it's not about that so much <laughs> as i mean it's it's combined with this idea of being thoughtful right. when's the last time you got something in the mail from you, actually. Yeah, you got you got my thing. I did. That mm-hmm. was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I I didn't want to share it yet because I wanted to share it when the podcast came out. But mm-hmm. just the fact that I received something in the mail, and I told you this before, like 
I love sending cards yeah. to people, mm-hmm. thank you cards for whatever it is. Like you could be my Airbnb host, I'm going to send you a card, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just that simple, like thoughtfulness, like of right. writing something down mm-hmm. and giving it to someone. Even like handwritten notes, like that's still yes. like it's like a lost, yeah, a lost. I don't know. A lost art. A lost art. It's there romantic, you go. and I'm. I'm that touchy-feely person, and um, I know that we've connected on that, and I know your tattoo is yeah. incredible because it has a love letter on it. We talked about this during the last podcast, our last attempt. Um, but, yeah, my grandmother, <laughs> my grandmother and my grandparents, but really my grandmother uh, taught me the art and the beauty of that. She'd send me a thank you for everything. Even if I went over and she cooked me dinner, she'd send a thank Aww, you note. That's and, so sweet. And would always be on my sister and my butts to write thank you cards after birthdays, mm-hmm. after receiving anything. And it's just, it is a lost art. And, and I worry that, um, you know, my niece who's nine, uh, they're not receiving that. They're, oh. they're not understanding that, oh, the importance yeah. of that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And so it's a little scary, but I mean, again, that's what I'm trying to do here with From is encourage that. And for a lot of people who are younger, way younger than us, that have never sent anything in the mail, oh, man. Uh, encouraging that, which is it. cool. Yeah. I feel do you like get a lot of um, younger, a lot of kids coming up to the Jeep and yes. wanting to know yeah. what's going on? Yeah. So we spent the summer... Uh, had the opportunity to do Balboa Park, their yeah. food truck Friday events. Mm-hmm. And uh, really cool experience because a lot of tourists, a lot of locals yeah. came up and uh, tested out the concept. And kids love to be creative. They love using the stamps. Um, and a lot of the younger ones, they don't know what a postcard is. Oh, that's crazy. And so their parents, you know, parents have come up and, and encouraged their kids to make postcards. And it's actually surprisingly been a lot of um, the international tourists who have been coming to Balboa Park uh, really wanting their children to experience that for whatever reason. Uh, So it's cool. It's really neat. And that's also part of it is just sending that message out of the importance of being thoughtful and being grateful and and letting other people know. Because I'm constantly doing it, but... um, you can't force other people to. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of want to go back before you started from, because mm-hmm. we had this conversation before about how, kind of like how you found your way to mm-hmm. come up with this idea. Because I know it's challenging as someone who came from like a corporate background <coughs> and mm-hmm. wants to find out like, what is it that I want to do? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I know like it didn't just click and you're like, I'm going to make a stationary yeah, right? like, um, <laughs> business. Right. Yeah, great question, and, and I know so many people who struggle with that. I still struggle with it. I'm not at a place right now where From is, is sustaining me full time, um, but I'm so grateful that I had the time and the savings that I had worked so hard for over the last 10 years to be able to take time to explore this concept and bring it to life. Um, but finding my way, I, I know it's different for everybody and this is personal to me, but for a lot of people out there who think quitting their job is gonna solve their problem of 
figuring out what their calling is and what their purpose is. It's not the answer. If it is for some people, it kind of was for me, but I got to it in a roundabout way. Um, But for me, when I quit my job, I thought that was going to be it. I was going to figure it out Mm -hmm. right when I quit my job. And and, uh, it was so not the case. I thought that the world was going to open up and all these opportunities were going to fall in my lap. And they really didn't. I went and traveled for a little bit to clear my head. And and that was wonderful. But um, honestly, my identity was wrapped up in my job. And I think for so many people, that's the case. So many people. And... It's for good reason. We're working our tails off, and um, it's how we spend most of our days is working. And and when I didn't have that, when I wasn't interacting with people every day, when I wasn't going to an office every day, um, I I lost it. You know, really, I I fell into a deep, deep depression, uh, and spent a lot of time internalizing and just trying to make sense of who I was mm-hmm. as a person what was I going to do um, so long story short it, obviously I can't go back in time but yeah. knowing what I know now it's possible to figure out what you want to do by just exploring your interests and um, for me it was <laughs> it was a lot of therapy and uh A lot of time going back and and working through some things, but a lot of it is is so much fear that is somehow instilled in us when we're young. Yes. By certain things that have happened in our lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sucks because that's just, it's proof. I mean, it's, it's, they've figured out that so much of how we respond to the world around us today has to do with what happened to us when we were growing up. And so just working through those things and, and I guess my message would be do that stuff, work through it, figure out what's holding you back from either exploring your interests and your passions or actually starting something, whether it's a business or I don't know, anything. Yeah, um, even like a hobby, mm-hmm. something that'll just take you away from you putting the pressure on yourself because mm-hmm. I feel like that was something for me that mm-hmm. I was like okay I quit my job <laughs> now I have to go find clients but it's like what can I do that's separate from you know my social media world because mm-hmm. that's literally I'm I, I sad to say you know I'm on my phone and in front of technology like yeah. all day long yeah um so what I do to like steer away from that is just like pick up a book and read or just like watercolor yes and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like you know finding that little bit of creativity and stimulating your mind to do something else other than what you're so used to right yeah right yeah and that's a great point I think in my darkest moments over the last few years when when I have been just struggling to figure this out um the moments of clarity and light and kind of guidance came when I would just put everything away and make a card for somebody and just get lost in that. And that told me something in terms of, well, this is it. This is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. If it's long-term me driving around the truck and, and having people make cards, I don't know. But what it has given to me is 
a sense of connection, Mm -hmm. not only just with sending the cards, but being out there and meeting so many people who, who are craving something, craving connection, uh, whether it is through a card or a conversation, mm-hmm. um, it's wonderful getting to, to be out there and do that. Uh, but yeah, I think it's so different for everybody. And I'd be curious to hear more stories on, on how people have found their way. And I think that's what you do in your podcast, which is so amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an individual journey and, and it doesn't, happen overnight that's the other thing Mm -hmm. doesn't happen overnight and when we realize that progress is small and happens in little steps which has been the biggest issue for me because I'm impatient and we live in a world that's so fast moving Mm -hmm. and we compare ourselves on social media we see everyone doing the coolest things and living their best freaking lives and it's so (laughs) annoying but it's hard when all of that stimulation is just thrown in our face. Right. And I see that. I, I, I know I'm not where I was a year ago. I know I'm not where I was a month ago, even a week ago. Um, so that, it's celebrating the small wins, the, even if it's, you've been doing this for a year, it's celebrating that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Which I hope you're doing as well. Yes, it's mm-hmm. it was really hard for me in the beginning to mm-hmm. celebrate those little things because I had no idea where coughing combos would even go. Right. It was just a way for me to connect with people. And I was like, oh, I just wrote down like whatever they said and shared it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then it turned into a blog and then it turned into this. Yeah. You know, and hosting these events too. It was... I feel like I wasn't 100% ready for those things to happen, but yeah. since there are opportunities that came, I would be foolish to not take right. those opportunities, right? But like mentally, I wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. So I never really got a chance to celebrate like those little things yeah. up until this last event. Yes. You know, so yep. unfiltered, yep. like I knew what I had to do. I had to get a lot of people on board to help me. Yep. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would not be able to do any of it without mm-hmm. those who've spent the time to, like, make that day a success. Yes. Especially you. Yeah. You know, and thank Aww. you for bearing the heat. Like, I know it's hot. <laughs> like, shit, we were all, like, yeah. sweating and mm-hmm. just, like, gross. But we all had a good time. And I'm really happy with the way it turned out. And I actually did get to celebrate it yeah. and talk about it. Yeah. And, like, all the other things in the past, I feel like I haven't done that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's What so a way important. to celebrate. You just get to, you throw this <laughs> event to kind of see the culmination of all of your hard work. And oh, it's man. so inspiring. Thank you. So inspiring. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun and mm-hmm. I'm glad that you, you were able to still interact with people because I know you, you and Al Green were outside mm. with, <laughs> with Sergio and Chicano Soul Food. Yeah. And um, not everybody got to make their way out. But for those That's who did okay. and even got to start that conversation. Yeah. And you coming in and yep. stamping everybody's hands yeah. with the with the coffee beans. It was it was a nice touch. And, mm-hmm. you know, you could tell that people were like, oh, wait, what is this? And yes. you got to still have your presence there. And it's yeah. really cool because that's something that I wanted to create is just this event and this thing where people can come together Mm -hmm. and support local business Mm -hmm. and just creators and makers who believe in what they do. Right. Mm -hmm. And you bring up an amazing point, which is that you you mentioned the people around you and the people who believe in your vision and what you're doing. Um, 
that is so crucial because I can't even tell you how many instances where I'm just like, screw this. I'm over it. I'm having a day where I don't believe in it. Mm -hmm. And it's few, but, but I have people in my life who get what I'm trying to do. I have a lot of people who don't, but I have a lot of people, the right people who do get it and encourage me friends, family, uh, my partner. And that is so crucial. The the surrounding yourself with the people who not only believe in you, but believe in themselves and what they're Mm -hmm. doing. And I think Unfiltered was the perfect platform for that. You got to see, you had, I saw the people out there supporting you, the volunteers um, who were just like, oh man, they were amazing. Yes, this is awesome. (laughs) And, And you created something out of nothing. And that's the point is, we can't do it alone. Yep. That's the big point. Like starting a business and, and everything. Yes, it, it might be your thing. Coffee and combos is your thing. From is my thing. But there's there's no way in hell I would have been able to do it without the support. Emotional and a little bit of financial from, from my father who has oh, absolutely. who has helped me and, and uh I'm so grateful for that. But a little bit goes a long way and it's it's that friend who when you text and you're like, screw this shit. And they're like, don't, don't. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going because you got something. Don't yeah. give it up. I love that. Mm-hmm. And that's, those are those little reminders that I feel like I'm so thankful to be surrounded by people like yourself and I'm in, you know, who like when I feel like I felt so crappy in the last week, you know, yeah. coming back from New York and just not, like it was such a great trip and you know i felt so inspired mm-hmm. at the time but as soon as i came back i was like man screw this i was like ready to <laughs> right? throw in the towel you yeah. know it's just like this complete switch yes and all it takes is like someone to be like mm-hmm. what you're doing is great yes. just don't stop i'm like okay right <laughs> i was like what exactly. do i have to do to get back into that group so what do you do when you feel oh. aside from like <laughs> reaching out to friends mm-hmm. or you know if they just support you like because for me it's hard yeah like even if like it's hard it for me hard. to take compliments even mm-hmm. and I'm learning to take it with grace and you know like really appreciate yes. it because I do take but it. it's just really hard for me to yeah accept it. that's hard for a lot of people yeah oh man that's such a good question because I'm going through it too I'm I've kind of reached you know I've done from 1.0 I've, I've been getting out there uh, a bit and testing out the concept and what I've learned is I do want to make changes and I want to make it better and improve it and kind of come back out with from 2.0 as we get close to the holidays coming up and, mm. and Halloween and all of these opportunities that I know would, would be amazing for from. Um, and so I think it's, it's knowing that there is opportunity in the future kind of gets me out of the rut. Nice. Talking to friends um, being honest about it and knowing that not every day you're going to be jamming and feel mm-hmm. like you want to be jamming with your business. And that's okay. I mean, I've, I've definitely realized this is not something I can do every day because I don't bring my best, most creative self when I'm thinking about the business nonstop. Right. Uh, and I run it out of my kitchen. And so I see it nonstop, but I've recognized that I can't be around it. I have to separate myself whether it is traveling or talking to friends or um, for myself, it, it is that internal dialogue that 
can just bring us down or bring us up. And it's challenging. Uh, it's not it's not always the best dialogue. Mm -hmm. But I think just being aware of it is the most important thing. And knowing that this feeling um, is only temporary. And the other thing, too, is is goes back to the surrounding yourself with with great people who Absolutely. have that ability to, to tell you that and let you know that this is temporary. Um, yeah. I'm part of a kind of a, a entrepreneurial spiritual group where we're trying, we meet every week and we, we kind of just share where we're at. And it's, it's actually more of like a spiritual, spiritual, emotional check-in because that's, that drives so much of, of how we go out into the yeah, world and absolutely. run our business and being able to just say today freaking sucked and I feel like shit and I don't want to do this and having somebody say it's only temporary it will pass that's important that is so important I feel like just you even opening up about you know the honest truth about the freelance life and you know building mm -hmm. your own business mm -hmm. because you're still in the beginning stages it's only been like eight months since you've launched yeah from mm -hmm. and it's great to see your growth already Thank you know you. just in the matter of time that you've had this mm -hmm. and like you staying true to what your core values are of mm -hmm. like sustainability and just that nostalgia that's yeah. attached to it mm -hmm. and i think it's important because like you know we hear a ton of entrepreneurs and stories of people who are already successful mm -hmm. who only really touch on like the success part yes. and not really talk about like mentally <laughs> like this is a battle like mm -hmm. it like there's days like literally I was like man I have to go, I have to get up today and yeah. <laughs> be present and show yeah. up for myself you know and mm -hmm. there's days when I don't feel like it and mm -hmm. that's a normal thing yes and it's I think it's so important to normalize that because just us especially because we're in a time where we can create our mm -hmm. own realities as entrepreneurs and it's a blessing and a curse at the same time you know yes. it's great mm -hmm. because like here we are as millennials and we're doing the damn thing yeah but like you said kind of like there's the filter on the internet still where people expect to see the best of the best only yeah. they don't really show the the true story behind things yeah um, like I, I'm guilty to it as a blogger, <laughs> like, right. you know, showing the really pretty parts yeah. of my life and, you know, like half of New York honestly was like so draining. Cause like we went in, the weather was like 90 degrees, Ooh. sweating down in the subway. <laughs> and then like the last half of that trip, New it York. was just raining nonstop, yeah. was mm -hmm. not prepared for the rain. And it was just, you know, like I was not about it. It was humid. And I was just like, this isn't what I expected. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, it was a great trip. And, you know, getting to spend that time with my friends and just feel the creativeness and connect with some people yes. that I've seen, haven't seen in a few years was really nice. But like, aside from that, it's just like, damn, like you don't see that part of yeah. my story on yes. the internet at all. Exactly. You the everyday. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's kind of, it kind of gives us a lot of pressure at the same time for us to even show up on the internet, yeah. you know, because mm -hmm. people are like, okay, if you're not consistent, mm -hmm. then you're not valid. Right. And yeah. that's such a shitty perspective to have. Yes. Because, you know, we still have to show up in real life mm -hmm. first. Yep. Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, I, I, I don't really have anything to add to that because <laughs> you're so spot on. I th feel like. Yeah, and 
that's the other thing too is is with presenting your business or, or your presence on the internet and social media you know you have to be polished you have mm-hmm. to be you have to bring your a game and it's i'm still navigating and, and balancing well, how much of it is process that i show and the right. journey because that's 95 percent of of mm-hmm. this is figuring out how i'm building out this business and and what materials do i use and figuring out how to tell the best story yeah um so that's a great point well you're telling your story now and it's great because you know like we get to yeah. hear how this idea came to fruition and we're sitting yeah. in the very spot that you yes. came up with this idea yeah. which is so beautiful it's very surreal I, I would have actually never thought that we'd be sitting here I mean I'm, I'm so grateful to you and and uh, thinking about it and just sitting here and looking out two years ago I was sitting here thinking about this idea and it is just go back to what you said it's it was it's been so many ups and downs mm-hmm. so many so much doubt but also when opportunities like this and you want to you want to talk to me about my business that's inspiring and that that keeps me going for another few days or, or a week or whatever right it's the energy the energy and um yeah so i get it it's not yeah. easy but it do it do it do it do it and the other thing i'll say is uh, success does not happen overnight. I don't, and for me internally, I don't, I wouldn't say that from is like successful, but I put it out there and I feel very proud of it. Um, but I've had people say, yeah, it's, it is what it is. It's never going to, you're never going to make a million dollars. And it goes back to like defining what is success for your business. Yeah. What is that metric? Is it making money? Which is such a bullshit thing. Everyone's going to say no, but the end of the day you want to you're trying right. to do something where you could potentially support yourself but really think about what what does success look like and i'm still trying to figure that out mm-hmm. but i know that in in a certain way I, I am successful because just seeing um the other day i had a repeat customer at balboa park um Aww. these the, this family from australia visiting for six weeks they came up a, co- a couple weeks ago sent some cards to friends back in Australia. Wow. Which, by the way, we do do international shipping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll plug that. Um, they, they came back because they said that their cards made it. Their friends in Australia received the cards. And oh it's those stories that actually, thinking about it, telling those stories more and more. Um, because people, ha- I have been getting people telling me that whoever they sent their card to, they received it. And just the excitement on, on their face of telling me that and probably the feeling that they got when they found out that the card made it or, or um, they received it and what that made them feel like is success to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's cool. That is so cool because they get to hand and make their own postcards and you get to send that off, you know, mm-hmm. and you get to create this experience for them. and. I've never seen anything like this. You know, there's mm-hmm. always these pop-up like events, sure, where you could maybe like watercolor things yeah. or make what a have succulent. You. Yes, you know, like which is cool, succulent, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, to to have that 
go to somebody else so they could experience it too is so cool it's kind of like that exchange of energies yeah you know, like what you're talking yes. about yes and that's so cool like I love that like when I received your car I didn't mm-hmm. expect that you know like I knew right. you were gonna like send something but then it was just so sweet because I was like I had no idea when to expect it mm-hmm. you know and I was just like what you know I came yeah. back from I forgot where um, I think I actually got it when I came back from New York because mm-hmm. I haven't checked my mail I was yeah. like this is such a sweet surprise. Yeah. Nobody checks their mail. That's, I know. That's, that's the other thing, the thing I learned. Too. <laughs> People don't have addresses and they don't check their mail. Oh, man. Which, that's such a weird thing. Hey, I'm going to switch them. I'm, tr- I'm slowly shifting that. But yeah, the and when I get a card, I get excited every time. And I think about that feeling of you don't know when you're going to receive that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that's kind of it's kind of the beautiful thing about from is I don't do tracking. I can't tell you when your postcard's going to get anywhere. If it does, sometimes <laughs> the post office d- loses stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I can't, th- th- I'm probably the only business that'll tell you I can't guarantee that <laughs> your <laughs> that card will get, get to where it's going, but I'm pretty certain that it will. And, and when it does, that feeling is priceless. And uh, I know because I'm sending cards to people probably every day uh, whether it's my girlfriend or my family or friends and when they get it they are always so excited I love that Mm -hmm. that's so cool yeah oh Mm -hmm. man Uh, there was something we were talking about earlier and I I want to say it was about freelancing Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and how this life is there's so many ups and downs to it we did talk about like the downs a little bit which is you know like that just comes with the lifestyle Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But, like, for the good part of it, like, because at the end of the day, we're risking yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I think we're talking about success as well and how we measure success. And, sure, people might look at your business and think, like, oh, that's not going to earn a million dollars. But it's also kind of like that perspective and that mindset about, like, hey, it's not about the money, but yeah. it also is about the money. Yeah. And I want to talk about why people don't talk about money. Because <laughs> yeah. I think that's a... Like, uh, it's such an interesting talk. And I'm, like, reading this book right now about, like, how to be a badass at making money. You oh, know? I read that book. Right, yes, yeah. Jen, Jen Sincero. Sincero. She's she great. is so funny. I'm, like, literally, like, hearing her voice as I read it. Yes. And just her quirkiness. Oh, it's and hilarious. And it's just, like, I freaking love Did it. Did you read her first one, How to Be a I Badass? I didn't. I the, didn't. The first one? That's but, pretty good, um, too. I heard it was really good. Yeah. But, yeah. Yes. You know, it's just uh, a shift. And it's, like, it's really interesting mm-hmm. when you think about it that, because it, it's also an exchange of energy, right? Yes, money, money. is energy. Isn't doesn't she say money is energy or, yeah. or it's currency? Currency is money or something yeah. like that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you know, it's like what we use to exchange for something else. Yes, right. Yeah. So it's like one of those things that it got me thinking money. a lot, just like dwelling into this. I'm like, yeah. okay, like because personally, I had like a negative. Um, like connotation or negative relationship with money because I was like, ah, I'm broke, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm yes. a broke freelancer. Yes. But it's also that like, oh shoot, like me putting that out into the universe is kind of blocking me from whatever abundance that yes. I come in. And like, I exactly. hate to be juju and shit, but like real <laughs> stuff, true. like I believe in this. Like it's I true. really do feel that mm-hmm. like it's important for us to have that mindset. Yes. And stay Wealth positive. is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly what Jen says in her book. Um, it's all about the energy. And, and if you're, again, going back to the surrounding yourself, you know, I have friends who are always telling me about how broke they are. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, you're broke 
because you keep saying you're broke. Yeah. And uh, and then I have friends who they have a completely different perspective of money and they don't see it as this negative thing and they know how to make it and it's for me I'm still definitely I I battle this every day of like shit how am I going to make money to be able to to live in this beautiful place and Mm -hmm. enjoy my life and also run my business which is my passion and it's definitely a, a mental battle but the more that we see it in this positive optimistic light of uh, it's just an exchange of energy and and just see it as money's okay and it's okay to make money mm-hmm. and um uh leah my girlfriend she's uh, she blows my mind because she just she knows how to hustle and play that game she's and pretty she sent me she told me recently she she loves the hustle because it's like gambling and oh wow and uh <laughs> that's true, how she actually. sees it and yeah. she's able to to maneuver her way around by by having all these different little sources of income and and i don't know it just blows my mind and i'm learning how to do that because i came from a background of you know going to this boring job and mm-hmm. and just getting a steady paycheck and learning how to shift that mindset of there's other ways. And there's another great book. Um, have you heard of my creative side project? No. It was a Kickstarter Ooh. project. And it's all about that of like, you have no idea how many different ways you can make money. Is it the pizza guy? Okay. No. I don't know why you said pizza guy, no. but like there's this guy who, um, who did a Kickstarter on a book that he's re-releasing. Um, I think it's Andy pizza. Andy and Pizza? Yeah. Yum. And that's his actual last name. It's really? kind of funny. And uh-huh. he has a podcast called uh, The Cre- uh, I forget. But something. The Cre- mm, The Something Jam. I don't know. I'm like having a brain fart right now. But yeah. look up Andy Pizza. He has a really cool podcast that I started listening okay. to. And he's a designer. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not a designer by any means, but even just like listening to other creatives and how they built their business yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. And they talk about that and like mm-hmm. how your creative like hustle and everything. And it's really cool because like you hear stories of people who like literally took a side hobby and turned it into a business. Yes. And that's like so inspiring. So yeah. it's like one of those things like money can be made. Yes. You just have to be willing. Yeah to experiment with that exactly that's the biggest point you have to try different things mm-hmm. and that's what i've learned is you just have to try a million different things and um you know i'm committed to from and and making a little bit of money or hopefully a lot in some way i don't know how you what will that make looks a lot like. i will Not thank hopefully. you that's that's the mindset <laughs> i need but um i guess the other point about money that i recently learned is that I didn't really think about it too much. You know, when I got out of school, I was working and and getting that sped, steady paycheck. And I was really kind of unconscious about making money because it was, I, I was comfortable. I was making enough to pay all my bills and, and save some, but it was this, I you know, I, I wasn't really thinking about it too much. Um, mm. And I wasn't making money in a way that I was proud of. I, I never really loved any of my jobs but it it allowed me to live my life and survive and and then some now that I've completely thrown that out the window and I've blown a lot of my savings well a lot of it meaning most of it um, but (laughs) my point being 
every dollar I make now with my business, um, whether it's from or whether it's freelancing, I'm very conscious of each dollar that's coming in because I, I'm, I did it with an awareness that I didn't have before. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of people who, who go off on their own and freelance and trying to, they're just trying to hustle and do it, um, that's my biggest learning is, is just being conscious of how you're making your money. Are you doing it in a way that is fulfilling to you? Yeah. Uh, and for me now, it's, it's way more fulfilling each dollar that I make. Because you, you did that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And from nothing, from an idea. From you nothing had. to something. And yeah, exactly. So. That yeah. is so awesome. Yeah. Did you ever have like a set business plan? Like when you were like, all right, I'm going to do from. Oh God, no. Because like I, people have always told me like when mm. I would like ask for advice, like you have to have a business plan and you have to do this. Like I had no idea what to project yeah. for coffee and combos. Yeah. And I still kind, I kind of do, kind of don't, but I kind of like just with this podcast alone, I have goals, but I don't have like a set like this is yes. like my mark or like this is specifically what I want to do. Yeah. You That's, know, it's a, I'm so glad you brought that up because um, I went to business school and, and that's what we're taught. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you can't you can't start a business without a business plan. And yes, I agree with that in many ways. But for me personally, um, from didn't didn't happen when I was trying to make a business plan. I started, you know, my dad and, and he was trying to help me work on a business plan. And, and for me, I couldn't do it. I could not put a business plan together because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know, you know, these, these concepts that we have. They're not like you're at your typical business where you can say, yes, this is going to make X amount of money in right. over five years. And I don't think like that. And so what I had to do, and this is, would be my advice for people who want to start something but think they have to do a business plan. Sure, yeah, it's a good idea. And I definitely need to do one <laughs> at some point. <laughs> but for me, it was proving out the concept, actually doing it, yes. getting the Jeep, making the product, getting out there, seeing what works, what doesn't work, seeing if this is even a feasible thing mm -hmm. to make money. Otherwise, it's like I, I just sat. I remember sit also sitting in coffee shops trying to work on this business plan and it went nowhere because it just for creative types. Right. It's so hard to do that. that. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I, I don't know if you've had that same experience, yeah, but definitely. it's so challenging to, to figure that out when it's so unknown, mm -hmm. especially for so many businesses and business ideas yeah. that are out there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, like you said, like oftentimes, like when people have an idea, it's like a tangible product that already exists. It's just different branding, right. like a t-shirt brand yeah. or something, right? Yes. Like, Hey, I want to, I want to launch a clothing line. Yeah. The X, Y, Z, you mm -hmm. know? And like, it's so easy to predict those things because right. there's so many things on the market already. But when it's something that doesn't necessarily exist yet yes. and it's just an idea and you're like, you're trying to find resources. You're like, yeah. wait, is there something like this? Yeah. Is there something that I could like maybe get inspiration from? Like, it's so weird. Yes. Because like, even then, like I had no intention of even like doing this right. with coffee and combos. I, right. 
I always felt like icky if I were to try and turn it into a business. Yeah. Because it was just like, this is just a way for me to connect with people. Yes. Right? But mm-hmm. it's also like, this is something that I love. And yeah. it's like, how can I turn something I love into a profitable uh, profitable business? <laughs> profitable. See, I can't even say it. But it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, coming from a background where I didn't, know anything about business I still kind of don't I just mm-hmm. kind of know that like hey this is what I want to do yeah. this is my idea I just talk to people who yes. kind of like yeah. know what they're mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. or at least they come off as if they know what yeah. they're doing because everyone says they don't know what they're doing um, fake it till you make exactly. it exactly mm-hmm. and it's 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 really funny it's like a mm-hmm. it's <laughs> that's what it is it's a fake it till you make it game yes. and especially since our concepts are so kind of like unknown, out there. unknown and new and, and you had mentioned earlier um, you've kind of allowed coffee and combos to flourish into what it is today. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that it was going to be a podcast, yeah, but you were no, open yeah. to it. You've you've kind of just allowed it to go on its own and do its own thing. And that's the other thing too is don't try and control your your life and your business so much. Mm-hmm. See where it goes. See that. what sticks. And um, that's so smart. That's when amazing things happen when you just kind of let it flow. Oh, God. I was going to say something else, too, that you brought up. God, what was it? What was it? I don't know. I'm like, dance break. Hey. Yeah, right? Hey. How are you feeling? Are you feeling better? Like I do. You came I came in, I know like, your energy was like... Oh, man, yeah, I mm-hmm. had pretty low energy, not going to lie. I was just like, oh, I need coffee and I need combos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feel like, obviously, like since we're all kind of like mirrors of each other, yes. I'm like, yo, if, if I'm low energy, like she's yeah. low energy. So I just like, yes. you know, But sometimes it, as long as you're... If you're honest about it and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm feeling like shit or I got low energy, then I can do what I can to lift I you up. I feel so much better. So thank you. Oh, and good. just this conversation itself is like really getting me back into the zone of things mm-hmm. and like we're going to record more podcasts. So yeah. Awesome. Because I'm like, Iman, just don't lose this one again. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Iman. We're just nothing. You're doing great. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm, it's okay. It is okay. <laughs> oh, it was pretty bad. Like I, like honestly, it wasn't even like a big deal for me because I know that like we could re-record this. Yeah. But I, for everything else that was on that hard drive that I'm in lost, I feel bad for. It's okay. It's a different <sighs> conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. Let it. You gotta let it flow. Yeah. This was great. Like, I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying this. And just, like, we're touching on the similar topics that we talked about before. But even, like, you know, it's been a few weeks since then. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So just, like, even a few things have changed. And yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah. Did you remember what you were going to say? God. I'm trying no to. No pressure. Uh, I guess I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm, I am, like I said, I'm at this crossroads where... I I know in my heart that I need to keep going with this, and I will. In what form and, and, in, and in what intensity, I, I need to figure out because mm-hmm. I have responsibilities and I need to be able to support myself and make sure that I can feed myself. And um, my biggest fear 
is I will be, you know, doing more freelance work or working more in other things that do pay the bills and and support me. Um, I'm really scared and fearful of losing momentum mm. when I've come this far and the last thing I want is to kind of let it slowly drift away. Yeah. And so my question for you is what what advice would you give me if if I do have that fear? Honestly, it's holding not only holding yourself accountable, but maybe scheduling things out because like I ever since we launched the podcast mm-hmm. and I hold myself to uploading an episode every Monday, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what keeps me consistent. Yeah. It's that one little marker of like, hey, maybe for you it could be like I'm going to do one event every other week. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or how however much you like it and then just like find ways to make that pop up happen. Yep. It doesn't have to be at the same places. It, it could be kind of like you said, go to different coffee shops, introduce this idea. Yeah. And I love that, especially local businesses now are more into creating that community and like really willing to mm-hmm. let other small businesses in to collaborate. Yeah. Because I feel like back then it wasn't really like a thing. Um, and so like if I'm in an area recording this episode, this will come out in two weeks mm-hmm. and it's just like, okay, we have to record another one for the, yeah. for every following yeah. Monday. Holding yourself accountable. Yeah. That's, I think that's the hardest part. Cause yes. before it was, I was never, I was like consistent, but not as consistent as mm-hmm. I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Like even when, like after unfiltered last year for the first event, I was just like, okay, like I'm going to do events like every month. Right. I don't know what the hell was I right. thinking, but I was like <laughs> right. burnt out even. Yeah. So it's exhausting. Like, and at the time I had my nine to five, so I couldn't even do that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even dedicate the energy to that. And now that I've quit my job and I'm freelancing and also doing coffee and convos, it's a matter of like allocating that time and dedicating it to that that specific thing that you're going to show up to every week. Yeah. And like that's what keeps me like in check because I know that mm-hmm. if I don't, then that's where like you my momentum. Yeah, the, you lose the your steam momentum. and the momentum. Yeah, momentum is true. so key, and that's something that I've learned the hard way. And it's also like you know in social media, if you want to be seen as like a credible business or you want people to follow you yeah. how can what they what can they expect right mm-hmm. maybe for you it's even like when you have these events um you do like a instagram live or something yeah. answer questions like mm-hmm. introduce like something right with with al green and mm-hmm. like really bring that presence there right. on social media as well to right. have that conversation that's great you know yeah i love what you say about it, it being a what do they call it solo per- Solopreneur. Solopreneur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the self accountability is is the hardest. Yep. Single handedly the the biggest challenge for me. Um, when you're doing your own thing and tr- trying to run your own business, you don't have anybody else to hold it's you accountable. True. You don't. Like yeah. Like you you have a partner who's equally as creative as you and does awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Same here. You mm-hmm. know. Like Ian is a great like creative yeah. in his own right but at the end of the day we're still alone in our businesses yes and yeah. it's it's scary because like there's days when i'm like uh, sh- i i shouldn't feel alone but mm-hmm. i feel alone because like at the end of the day like this all lands on me yeah so right. i could only imagine like you know how you feel mm-hmm. and 
it's hard yes because like yeah like days like today i'm like i gotta wake up and do this <laughs> but it's not it, does, it doesn't it's not that i'm not passionate about it. it's just like man my energy is just not 100 percent there yeah you know you totally can't get it you can't do so much on like a empty battery totally you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's always finding like that thing that fuels you and like really does like fill up your battery or whatever right <laughs> like, yeah. yeah 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 the important thing is you have to fill up your own battery but it's finding those ways whether it's you know exercise yoga resting uh, resting yeah. travel um but for me a lot of it is i get that from other people and my connection whether it's my friends or yeah. whether it is my girlfriend we just recently had this conversation literally two nights ago of how can i challenge you more mm. because i need it and you need it to be able to be doing your best work yeah um and having those conversations and, and being real with the other person of, I know you could be doing better. I know you could be doing this, whatever it is you need to do. I know you could be doing it with more yeah. energy or passion or, or, you know, just making sure that you're feeling challenged because mm-hmm. that's where you grow. And that's important too, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not only staying consistent, but it's also like finding ways to take you to the next level with your consistency, right? Yeah. So it's just like, yes, you have events, mm-hmm. but it's like, how can you take it to like a bigger event? Yeah. Like down exactly. the line, right? Thinking bigger. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I fall into that trap too. I, I get complacent. I get comfortable and I need that shake up. Yeah. It's necessary. Totally. It definitely is. And sometimes totally. it just happens when you least expect it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sometimes it's forced. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things happen and you can't, you definitely can't predict it. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. This mm-hmm. is such a great conversation. Yeah. As we're coming to a close, you know the last two questions I'm going to ask you. Okay. Um, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but kind of like a piece of advice for someone who wants to pursue something creative or something that you know someone who's creative minded but doesn't really know where to start yeah which is for it's a challenge for so many people and i said it earlier you just have to do it whether it's the smallest thing getting your paintbrush wet and and getting your paint out Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to move a mountain right away i certainly didn't I I have to remind myself that it's just doing the smallest thing, sending a card today. If I don't have that much energy to put into the business, I know that I could send a friend a card that's because so nice. that's all, it's tied to it. Yeah. So I, I said this a couple months ago in an article, but it's just like do it despite whether or not you're tired or whether or not you have the money or whether or not you believe in it. That's the other thing. We were so worried about bringing our ideas to life and out into the world. Mm-hmm. We're so scared of that. We're so scared of being judged yep. and being rejected. And it is scary putting your creative energy out there because we take it personally. Yeah, I definitely have taken this personally, but I also know that if I don't, and if I am not open to getting feedback or or just putting it out there in general then you're never going to know and and you're never going to feel that fulfillment unless you try and it's i mean it's just it's not anything new and 
sure everyone would say something similar, but it's it is so true. But it's a personal thing for everybody to to go through yeah. to get over that fear and to put it out there. Very true. I love that. And if you get rejected, you move on to something else. Exactly. I feel like mm-hmm. that's that's our biggest fear, right? Is to having ourselves be rejected. Mm-hmm. But it's like if we don't, if you if you, you're going to let that prevent you from even trying, Mm -hmm. then you already failed. Yeah. You know, and it's like, why not see and try? Yeah. And then like, if you do fail, like you said, move on to the next idea. Yes. If you don't, Hey, that's great. Like that's like one baby step that you can celebrate onto whatever else that you want to take. Exactly. This idea of yours. Exactly. And friends and family are a great place to start and practice. And I, you know, my first events were, with friends with my therapy group and it's not going to be perfect the first time around it is not going to be perfect it's still not perfect but you're just doing it Mm -hmm. and getting out there and putting it out there i love that Mm -hmm. i love that so much and one last question if you could have coffee with anybody in the world dead Mm -hmm. or alive who would it be yeah i definitely said i said this last time hands down my grandmother who I mentioned earlier she not only was the best cook but uh the best card writer <laughs> and uh, i have her initial tattooed on my wrist um but she's she passed away about seven years ago and and was one of my best friends spent a lot of time with her but i'd give anything to that's awesome have coffee with her have tea have any meal preferably her cooking but uh yeah <laughs> definitely her I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's always mm-hmm. so sweet when you get to hear people have their own personal connections with, and like, instead of saying like typically like, you know, Michelle Obama or whoever. Yeah. Um, She'd be cool too. Yeah. She, <laughs> dude, like, honestly, like just listening to other podcasts and watching mm-hmm. TV shows, I'm like, Kristen Bell has been on my mind. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to her Doesn't um, she interview. have a podcast? Does she? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. She, mm-hmm. she does so many things, but I just heard her on Mark Maron's podcast, okay. and it was such a great listen. And really? I was just like, cool. Because yeah. I watch her on The Good Place. Okay. And um, this is just a tangent at this point. But, <laughs> like, I there's so many people that we can have conversations with, and yeah. just that would be awesome. But to even, you know, there's been a few people who say, like, someone close to them yeah. that has either passed or, you know, someone they haven't seen in a while. Yeah. And that's so beautiful. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really cool to see that we're not like obviously we're not limited to like the cups of coffee we have with people but i hope this like inspires people to just go out and have a cup of coffee with someone they admire or Mm -hmm. you know even their loved ones because that's where it starts exactly yeah Yeah. and with that question for you okay (laughs) you could make a card and write a card to anybody dead or alive who would it be and why oh man that's such a good one you should have your own podcast (laughs) (laughs) Coffee um, and cards. Coffee and cards. Oh my god! Dueling podcasts. A dueling. <laughs> nah. You could just have a pop nah. up together. That'd yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's. I feel so much mm-hmm. pressure now. Well, I, I made you. Feels- so for the last podcast, I I had cards and um, Alyssa and Eamon made cards for people. Yeah. I sent it to my boyfriend at the time and he doesn't need one because he's like off on the road and he's doing cool stuff. Um, but I think I would mail it to 
one of my really good friends, Leslie. Um, it's not that I don't want to like reach out to other people, but I think like she's been like my my best friend for mm-hmm. the last few years mm-hmm. and it's kind of crazy how we met you know and she's been on Coffee and Combo it's not on the podcast but like I wrote something about yeah. her like maybe a few months after we met and it was and like she's really grown to be like my best friend to this day I call her my little pocket psychic because she teaches me things about myself mm-hmm. through astrology but mm-hmm. you know just to let her know how much she means to me as a friend and having her like like you know support me while like Ian's gone and still be my ride or die it's like it's really cool to have just people close to you and have that relatability so definitely if Leslie you're listening to this maybe I'll send you a card (laughs) (laughs) awesome thank you Alyssa thank you and please let people know where to find you so they could find out where Al Green is gonna pop up yes so uh, really hitting it on Instagram building out my website right now so at send from s-e-n-d-f-r-o-m dot co at send from dot co right now uh, and that's really where I'm posting events and, and things like that but look out for us holidays are coming up Woo-hoo. Halloween's coming up we're gonna be out there see look at this self accountability we're gonna be out there yeah we are at the craft fairs mm-hmm. um, holiday cards you got to send a holiday card who doesn't do that right uh, and what else we'll be out and about and the other thing too is you don't need an occasion to send a card mm-hmm. i like to say holidays events any days any day is mm-hmm. a good day yeah i love it well mm-hmm. thank you again thank you and thank you all for listening we'll catch you in the next episode